What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Tuesday, July 27th, 2021, a Widow Wednesday. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the Rogue One at Gary Witta. Good morning. Happy Wednesday to you, Greg. Gary, I wish I could say it's a happy Wednesday for me. All right. But they. Yeah, you got off to a rough start this morning, didn't you? I feel bad I will, for you. Here, so, well, it's, it, it, there's a lot going on in Greg Miller's life, of course. I wake <laughs> Did up. Somebody I go, hurt the poor baby. And I look at Twitter and I'm like, huh? right. New Ghostbusters Afterlife trailer dropping today. Of course, coming out in November, the movie. This is the second real full-blown trailer. I have been told by Tim, do not watch it, Greg. All right? Oh. He, so last night, he said, do not watch it, Greg. We will do a kind of funny live reacts to it right after mm. kind of funny games. Anyway, so there's a long time to wait, but I am a pro at dodging spoilers, right? Wait, did so he actually I say go that? Out, I'm, not I'm, I'm, I'm not upset, but it's pent up. I don't, Gary, I, I don't talk about it often, but I'm a big well, I mean, here, I mean, here's a, here's a thought. Why don't you just say to Tim... Fuck you. You're not my boss. You're not my dad. You don't tell me what to do. I love Ghostbusters. I'm going to go fucking watch it right now. And I'm going to whack off while good. I'm watching it just to really piss you off. The content will be good. So it's one of those things of like, I want to see know, it. I know. The like, thing is, I, I think for you, it makes sense because I get it that you have very successfully monetized your hobby. But I think for a lot of smaller streamers, there is this there is this tendency now that like you can't just watch a trailer anymore. Everything has to be like a performative live reaction. Like just yeah, and it's like this happened to me. Like Animal Crossing, I ended up turning that into a thing, and Fall Guys, and all these things that I love to do just for fun. I end up finding ways to turn them into a fucking job, a chore, in an yeah. attempt to like. Not, not everything has to be turned into content. Your life doesn't have to be content for for the for the consumption of other people. You can just live your life and sit and watch a trailer in private. And like, I mean, it seems like a radical concept these days, but you can actually do that. I get, sure. I, I don't think that's appropriate for you because it is your job. People want to watch Greg Miller react to a Ghostbusters trailer. I get 100%. That. And this, so this, this is more of a general thing. Anyway, yes. Ghostbusters is happening. Ghostbusters Afterlife is finally going to happen for real, yeah. probably. That's great. I'm starting to see things pop up. I got Hasbro in my inbox talking about new Ghostbusters toys. It's yeah. exactly what I want, but it is the little bit of sadness that I have to dodge. I'm only in th only in theaters, I know. It's a bit disappointing to see there's no I streaming up. Don't get me started on that. Don't get that's a whole different conversation about Jason Reitman and his only in theaters thing. But I don't know, it's what he says, but I'm sure it's Sony too, because Sony's like, we just don't want to fucking put this out and have anybody. But I digress though. Stick with me, all right? Everything's going fine. I'm I'm looking for all the game news. I'm on IGN, I'm on GameSpot. I see their little hey, they're doing a good job of not ruining it. But they're like, hey, some big surprises in this. Ghost. Hey, a lot of nostalgia in this. Ghost. I'm like, I don't need to see this. I don't need to know. I'm going, I'm going, going. And then I'm on Twitter getting all the news as I do. And what do I see? Kevin, please throw it up. I'm there and I see Matt Kim from the throw great it, website. Throw it up is the right, is the right term, Greg, because this, is, great this is the Twitter equivalent of a puddle of vomit. The great website IGN.com, a stalwart for video game journalism. I see Matt Kim. Of course, you all know Matt. He's read on this show a lot. He's news editor at IGN and an award-nominated reporter. He has this tweet. Ghostbusters has an outsized influence on pop culture, considering it mostly sucks. Ghostbusters has an outsized influence on pop culture, considering it mostly sucks. I'm glad you read it twice, Greg, because I feel like you really do have to hear it again for the for the thermonuclear badness of that take to really. He says, "Sorry, wait, say that again." I need to wait. I, maybe I missed you the first time. I want to make sure I heard you right. You see, he, he said what now? It's that bad. Has an outsized influence on pop culture, considering it mostly sucks. The problem is, Greg. Now a lot of people are going to clip that and take it out of context. 
No, they won't. They trust me. Greg Miller's. I'm invulnerable when it comes. Uh, to your your love of Ghostbusters. Nobody, is, that's, is, I've, yeah, I've, sir, I've been in an official commercial for Ghostbusters un- World, a game that died as a Ghostbuster. All right, with the extra un- one. Unimpeachable. Now here's the thing. This is why I stop looking at tweets in the morning. I, you know, we all do this now. It's a bad habit. We roll out. We wake up. We roll over. Get our phone off the nightstand. Yeah. See what's happening on Twitter. But just increasingly, I feel like there's like a like there's almost like a there's like climate change of bad takes is happening like we're we're moving towards like a tipping point where so many takes are now so bad that as a human race we're just irredeemable i woke up this morning i saw that tweet and i'm like you know what fuck it i'm going back to bed like no that's the thing how can you have opinions this bad if you guys Gary are both and Greg old. Miller are coming together, you, are, you and I are in alignment. That's how for cats and dogs living together, Greg. Mass, Mass hysteria. hysteria. And that's yes. the thing about this is like, to be clear, right? Like, I understand there are people who don't like Ghostbusters and don't, like, it's just not their jam. Rebecca Valentine, an actual reporter from IGN.com, it turns out. She's an award-winning reporter at IGN.com on her Twitter bio. Rebecca Valentine still trying to carry IGN's good name, which Matt TM Kim is trying to sully today, uh, you know, trying to make sure that people understand IGN is a source for news and not fucking lies like Matt TM Kim is spinning. She popped up and said this in the response, right? Because I'm in there talking to everybody. It's weird, right? I like it a very normal amount, as in it was a movie I saw when I was a kid and enjoyed, but never would have thought of again were anyone else not obsessed with it. That is a totally normal take as I respond to her, right? I say, all right. Now, this is not his argument, Reb. You're describing me and the Goonies, where I'm saying that, like, I saw the Goonies. Goonies was fine. It was a fun movie, but I'm not, like, obsessed with it like a lot of people are. I, and I say, quote, the, the, or I say, that's just, quote, why do, why do people like things more or less than other people? That's fine. You're allowed to see Ghostbusters and walk out. To, you're, what fucking planet are we on? What dark universe are we in where someone watches Ghostbusters? And that, we're talking about Ghostbusters 1984. Don't come in with Ghostbusters 2016. Watches Ghostbusters and says, that mostly sucked. I totally get, oh, it wasn't, it, it wasn't my kind of humor. Uh, I didn't like, I'm not, I don't want a proton pack on my wall like Greg. I don't, blah, blah. like Bill fucking Murray, Harold Ramis, Dan Aykroyd, comedic geniuses of the I, 80s. All right. I, I There's feel a like fucking it's just a marshmallow man they have that comes into New York. Like, they blow d- up does anyone know what the Stay Puft marshmallow like, is? Is Ghostbusters 2 better than Ghostbusters 1? Did it not deviate from the source material? They have a cool fucking car. They have cool effects for there's uh, the table broke the fall. What the fuck are you talking about, Matt Kim? That it mostly sucks. The The flowers are still standing, Greg. What does that fucking mean? The flowers. It means it means means what it means, Greg. Like you can get mad at at Matt, but he's not wrong. No, he's not great. I'm not. I'm not. Here's the thing. I've pretended for too long. You're a great guy. You're a great person. You understand movies. You're not sitting here with a straight face telling me Ghostbusters mostly sucks. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. I think the biggest problem that it has is that it came out when, like, you were old enough to enjoy it, and I wasn't. So I watched it as a kid, and you know what Ghostbusters did for me? It scared me. It scared me. I didn't understand sex, so that was confusing. Oh, the ghost blowjob. Uh, lots of things, Craig. The close. The, remember the key man and the and the oh, yeah, the whole yeah. lady. Like that was weird. I was very Take confused. The idea that, I love the right? I love the idea that Kevin grew up thinking that's what sex is. Is like 
Like no, his first time saying, like, but like, where I'm, are the big hellhounds? Like, is someone going to show up with a fucking massive key? All of that was scary. So it's like, sure. and then when, uh, what's, what's the, the, the ghost, the God person Gozer. that comes, Gozer comes out and it's, who, who's the actor that plays it? Uh, what's his face? Come on, you know Gozer? the actor. Yeah. Gozer's like a Romanian lady that I guarantee you're not thinking of who you're thinking Again, of. but okay, cool. But, but like, I didn't know what's happening there. I was like, I don't know who this person is. Sure. I don't know, like, why they have this scary voice. All of it sure. was scary. The humor, like, I just, I guess I was too young for it at the time. Yeah, sure. I mean, I, like, but Ke- re-watching basically it, said, re-watching is an adult. Of wrongness, Kevin's wow. basically said I mean, that's one your wrong opinion. thing, which, one right thing, which he's admitted that it, it's his problem. It, none of this is the movie's fault. I never said it was my problem. None said, of this I, is I said the movie's fault. It was I when it came out. I would argue this, Kevin, is here's the thing. Again, what did you say? You said the movie was scary for a kid. All right, cool. So for you, it was a horror movie. It didn't mostly yeah. suck. You didn't sit there going, oh, no, it boy, did. This is terrible. What? Ugh. <laughs> As you a got kid, fucking I... scared by the ghost. Do you like the practical effects? You enjoyed Slimer. <laughs> you thought the proton words. pack was cool. You're adding words. This is, this is, I, I Yeah, because I, I know you weren't a moron fucking kid sitting there eating paint chips going, this movie's got nothing for me. I understand the jokes didn't work on you. I remember asking my mom, am I allowed to say Mother Puss Bucket? I understand that, like, the dialogue was above our heads, all right? I'm saying, though, you were sitting there like, I got to admit, when I, when am I, I really listening to, am I, si- am I fucking standing here listening to a fucking five-year-old Kevin's review that this mostly sucks? That's not what we're arguing right now, Kevin. But I've we're rewatched this since. Kim, I've rewatched this since. man is saying on IGN.com, a site that used to be sacred. He is on IGN.com, a site that used to fucking matter, saying it's a movie that mostly sucks. Look, all I'm saying is the, all the old men with their stupid opinions have left and the young have come in and they've got good opinions and for all the people in the chat yeah, but that's yeah, the problem this is ring young, is sweat all right problem, though, i went on a two mile people walk don't have good opinions they just don't they're bad and you see it every day on twitter every fucking day they prove that point and, and we've seen it again this morning with fucking matt kim taking his shit all over himself it's embarrassing, embarrassing. to be this wrong and i'll tell you what okay so this is interesting because it actually came off the back of another conversation i had earlier um with barrett and blessing because you know his uncharted overrated thing and blessing and i were talking this morning on twitter about how we don't like it when people say something's overrated because i read that as someone saying like you're all too stupid to understand why this thing's no good only i'm smart enough to understand why it's not that good only i see that the emperor has no clothes that's basically what you say when you say you think someone's overrated barrett got into it with me a little bit and i basically was just making the point that when you when you when you put it in that way when you say something when you just say like I don't understand why everyone likes this thing. It sucks. Like there is a there is a kind of a performative superiority going on there, a performative contrarianism. When you're saying you're all stupid because you don't see you don't see what I see again that the emperor has no clothes. I'll make one other point about this. I'll also make this. Matt knows exactly what he's doing. He knew this would be the result. He knew that he, would, he knew that he, he knew that he would provoke people. I love Matt. Classic, 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 classic fucking shit posting one hundred and one. This is basic, basic stuff. But he is wrong, and I'll tell you one of the reasons why he's wrong. And I don't know Matt Kim from Adam. I, I couldn't pick him out of a fucking lineup. He's a good but dude. T- <laughs> but I guarantee you this. He was. I guarantee you this one hundred percent. He was not born 
when Ghostbusters came out. He was not old enough to be there when Ghostbusters first came out in 1984. I was. I was 12 years old in 1984, and Ghostbusters was the biggest oh, thing on the that. fucking planet. It was a pop culture phenomenon like nothing you'd ever seen. It was a bunch of guys who were already super interesting and famous because they had come out, of, come out of Saturday Night Live, and they made a movie that no one fucking expected. It was super funny and hilarious, and it had fucking amazing special effects, and it was scary and cool and just the most amazing no one had ever seen a movie like it before and that's why it went on to become the biggest movie on the planet and that's why for those people who were there when it came out and do remember it continues to have this massive fucking pop cultural influence that matt kim frankly is too much of an infant to understand because he wasn't there he wasn't there he'll never understand he it he didn't he'll live never it. understand he didn't it. Live it. You, guys, say, you guys don't, don't get understand. that it didn't survive it's one thing the, to say the, the trial I don't understand. of time, you know? It's one thing to say I don't understand why people like Ghostbusters. It's another thing to say it sucks as like an empirical fact. It's so it's so obviously not the fucking case. If it was something where like oh, there's a bunch of people on one side, a bunch of people on the other, to say it sucks, okay, then you're taking one side over that. But to come out and say in a, in a situation where almost everyone on the fucking planet likes Ghostbusters, and that's why it is one of the most successful properties of all time, why it was such a banger back in the 80s, and why it continues to leave a massive cultural like, footprint in the way that plenty of big movies in the 1980s Kevin, people have forgotten about. You've had your yeah, chance have to say about something, them. Kevin. No, I I haven't. Yourself I, ha I haven't. The I have it. I stands, ladies and gentlemen. We don't refuse. need to do this anymore. It's time to talk about including breaking news. It looks like Blizzard employees are calling for a strike after the lawsuit over at Activision Blizzard. Animal Crossing still is going to be getting updates, updates, and Dragon Age might be coming to Netflix. We're going to talk about all this and more because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday on a variety of platforms, we come to you with the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, be part of the show over at patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. Of course, on patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames, you can write in to be part of the show. You can get the show ad-free. You you can, of course, get the show with the post show we do each and every weekday. And, of course, you can just have a good old time. However, if you have no bucks, toss our way on Patreon.com slash KindOfFunnyGames, where, of course, you can watch the live recording of the Kind of Funny Games cast today. No big deal. You can get every episode of Kind of Funny Games daily later on YouTube.com slash KindOfFunnyGames, RoosterTeeth.com, or listen on podcast services around the world. Uh, housekeeping for you in this conversation about overrated, right? Which, again... Not what Matt was arguing. He wasn't saying Ghostbusters is overrated. He's saying it mostly sucks. Uh, we had a great, mm -hmm. great, great mostly conversation sucks. on PSI Love You XOXO yesterday. Me, Janet, and Blessing talking about is Uncharted overrated? Uh, I know it's a crazy, salacious headline if you're like me, but then also a lot of people think Uncharted is overrated. It was a really fun, awesome conversation that goes on for like an hour and a half before we even get to the rest of the show. Check it out, youtube.com slash games podcast services around the globe. Thank you to our Patreon producer, Blackjack. Today, we're brought to you by Away Manly Brands and Amazon Music but I'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. We have four items on the Roper Report today. So, Gary, when we were getting ready to go live, there was a conversation between you and me, right? Where it's like, okay, what's in the news today? And I was talking about how uh, I was going to start with uh, Patrick Klepek or uh, in his report about the Activision uh, slash Blizzard employees open letter uh, about how the, more than now 2,000 people have signed a letter, of course, uh, in retaliation to the lawsuit filed by the state of California against mm -hmm. Activision Blizzard. And then it was also a Animal Crossing. They're going to be doing some stuff. Where do we want to put him? We've been talking about Activision for a while. This story broke like right after Games Daily yesterday. We now 
on top of all that, have breaking news that I'm going to jump right into, all right? This is from now the number one. Uh, this is now the number one news story on the Roper Report. It's from, of course, Jason Schreier at Bloomberg, who writes, Blizzard, Blizzard employees call for strike after discrimination lawsuit. Again, this is breaking literally as we're going, so you'll have to uh, uh, give me a second here to catch up and slow down after I get so heated about Ghostbusters. Back to Jason's article. Employees at Activision Blizzard Incorporated are calling for a walkout on Wednesday to protest the company's responses to a recent sexual discrimination lawsuit and demanding more equitable treatment of underrepresented staff. Last week, California's Department of Fair Employment and Housing sued the publisher behind games like Call of Duty and World of Warcraft, detailing disturbing incidents of sexual harassment and assault and a culture in which women faced unequal pay and retaliation. Activision called the allegations false and distorted in a statement last week, and Fran Townsend, executive vice president of the corporate affairs, sent a letter to staff echoing the claim. Infuriated, Activision employees have spoken out on social media, and more than 2,000 staff signed an open letter calling for the company's responses, or calling the company's responses abhorrent and insulting. Now they're planning to strike. The walkout is being organized by a group of employees at the subsidiary Blizzard Entertainment, where the majority of the lawsuit's allegations were focused. In a statement to Bloomberg, the workers said the goal was, quote, or I'm sorry, the goal was to, quote, improve conditions for employees at the company, especially women, and in particular, women of color and transgender women, uh, non-binary people, and other marginalized people. The strike will take place outside of Blizzard's campus in Irvine, California, on Wednesday. The employees are demanding that Activision ditch mandatory arbitration clauses in all employment contracts, current and future. New practices for recruiting, interviewing, hiring, and promotion that facilitate better representation, agreed upon by employees in a company-wide diversity, uh, equity, and inclusion organization. The publication of data on relevant compensation, promotion rates, and yeah, promotion rates and salary ranges for employees, quote, of all genders and ethnicities at the company. Uh, that a diversity task force be allowed to hire a third party to audit the company's leadership, hierarchy, and HR department. Quote, it is imperative to identify how current systems have failed to prevent employee harassment and to propose new solutions to address these issues. This is the second major organizing effort from Blizzard in, in about the last 12 months. Last, year's, last year, employees shared their salaries on a public spreadsheet and sent a letter of demands to management for more equitable compensation. That action led to very little response, employees said. Collective action is rare in the video game industry, which has no unions in North America. A representative for Blizzard employees organizing this walkout said they were not currently discussing unionizing. Gary, obviously, it's been an ongoing situation. Uh, this uh, Activision Blizzard lawsuit, discriminate, and now this uh, uh, walkout. I have. I don't think you've been on a Games Daily since this all started, have you? No, no. It, it happened um, last week when I was off, I think. Um, and so I've just been watching it, you know, roll on this whole week. What I like about today's story uh, from Jason, uh, detailing what's going on with this Blizzard uh, walkout that they're proposing, action items. I think this has been the big struggle for both fans, uh, video game press, and employees over there, right? Of I've seen so many, and we covered it yesterday on Games Daily, so many responses from both bosses, uh, current and past, uh, employees talking on Twitter, and there's this idea of like, this sucks and it's not something we want here. What do we do with that vibe of it, right? What do we do with that anger? What do you do with that? And you need that... Uh, uh, fire inside you right to actually inspire change to push forward to do something with it and so for them to actually have these four bullet pointed demands right of ditching the arbitration you know new practices for recruiting and hiring publication of the data and diversity task force uh, that's from the outside i think that's a good starting point gary 
Yeah, um, like I said, I wasn't on the show last week when this broke, but it's it's obviously been a it's been an evolving story. There's a, there's a new development in this story every day, and I got to yeah. tell you, Greg, it's just it's so fuck. I'm so fucking depressed and just unhappy with the state of everything right now. I was watching. I don't want to derail it, but just to kind of like put this Go in full it. context. I was watching the January six, you know, Capitol police officers testifying oh, this morning God, horrible in front of Congress. Day, right? just, we, we see, he's saying so, he has kids when he's getting attacked. He, oh my God, just so deeply depressing and upsetting to, to see that, that the idea that this could, not just the aftermath, but the shrug, you know, that followed where people are like, oh, well, they were just being tourists. Like, fuck off. Like, I'm so, that, that was depressing. And then I woke up to another, like, I want my kids to be able to go back to school. I just want my nine-year-old daughter to have a normal life, Greg. And now we've got to go back to wearing masks and, and you know, again, even the vaccinated people because these fucking idiots are too fucking stupid to get a fucking vaccination. We've all got to suffer because of these fucking Muppets. It's so deeply depressing to me. And then this has been, and then this, I, I put this in the same category because it's just, it's just another symptom of how deeply broken a lot of our culture is right now. I think Activision has been a garbage company culturally for a long, long time. And Blizzard has now been sucked in, into that, into that sure. garbage culture as well. It, there's, it's, it, there, it's, it's arguable that this, this, this even happened, but when, when did Activision buy Blizzard? I don't remember, but one of the, one of the things that really, really stuck out to me this week, Greg, is that video that's been going around of that woman who stood up at BlizzCon in 2010 and said, Hey, uh, would it be? Would, would you ever consider, like, you know, not sexualizing women in your games quite so much? And they mocked they her. Yeah, they they mocked her in front of a, a massive arena full of people, and it's just absolutely fucking disgusting. And it makes me sick. And, I, and it, it makes me feel really helpless. Like, what are we supposed to do? We can amplify the voices. I've been retweeting some of the people. You know, you can you can try to you know be helpful in whatever way that you can. But like, I look at I look at the stories coming out of that lawsuit, and I look at some of the testimonies and the and the stories that other you know a lot of Activision Blizzard employees are now are kind of finally you know what happens is like what you know the floodgates are broken now. Now everyone's out there right speaking their truth and telling their yeah. stories, and the stories are so deeply depressing. And like, part of me, the angry part of me, just wants to wants to burn it all down. Like. Just fucking disassemble Activision Blizzard, burn it all down to the root and fucking salt the earth. That's not, but that's the angry part of me talking. That's not the solution because there, the, the, what we've seen, there are clearly are a lot of good people working there who deserve better than that, right? They, des they deserve better than like just the, the company just being destroyed. They deserve to be working at a better company, a better version of that same company that actually fucking respects their basic, you know, dignity and rights as, as human beings, whether they be man, woman, uh, or whatever you know, whatever gender or whatever whatever sure. ethnicity or social status they have, and some of the stories have been so depressing. It's a management problem. Um, I don't believe Kotick should survive this. I think he should lose his job over it. He won't because he keeps delivering big numbers for the shareholders, and that's ultimately all they care about. That's all they care about. Um, but he should lose his job. I, I suspect. I, I think most of the senior management, J. Allen Brack. Um, and some of the other people that have come out publicly saying, well, we don't agree with these statements and we're going to fight this in court and, you know, just basically trying to, you know, kind of fake truth it or, or fake news it. Um, they should all go because here's the problem. There, there is a there is a deeply systemic cancer at Activision Blizzard. It is metastasized. It is at, at the cellular level. And so you can't just cut that out. You know, you can't just like carve out the one part of it that's rotten. It's all fucking rotten. And so the only way to, and, you, and, and again, the, 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 the most, most of the rank and file employees, it's not their fault. Company culture is dictated from the top down. 
It's dictated from Bobby Kotick down and his senior managers and Brack and all these other guys. They all need to go because you cannot ask the person who burned the fucking house down to rebuild it. Mm -hmm. You bring someone else mm -hmm. in to do that. The trust is gone. Bobby Kotick, you honestly think that Bobby Kotick or Jalen Brack are going to have some kind of fucking Damascene conversion where they go, oh, the scales have been lifted from my eyes and I realize now what a terrible person I've been. And I am the person to rebuild, you know, to, to fix the mess that I have created. No, you need to fucking go. And new people need to come in with a clean slate, with a better track record for actually knowing how to run a company in a proper and decent and dignified way. The, all, the, that's the only way this is going to be fixed. As long as Kotick and, and the senior management Activision stay there, you're going to be hearing about this again in another five years, in another 10 years. Here we go again. Now is the moment, the fucking weak point, the weak spot, on the on the end boss that is Bobby Kotick is fucking flashing right now and you need to fucking hit it and he needs to go he's very vulnerable right now Activision's never been more vulnerable than this Blizzard was very vulnerable during the um the esports remember the the whole like China Hong Kong yeah, thing free Hong Kong. A, the free Hong Kong thing they What's they Sean? again they just they hung what, what happened right they hunkered down and they weathered it and now we don't talk about it anymore because they rely on the fact that we have short attention spans and we move on to the next thing this though is something different this is so serious and it is so toxic and it is so a, a woman fucking took her life over this this goes way beyond video games this shit isn't funny anymore and Kotick needs to fucking go and Brack needs to go and everyone everyone who created the leadership culture that that toxified this company they all need to fucking go and they need to bring in new people at every senior management level to rebuild that company because the trust is gone. Who the hell would look at these people and go, yeah, you fucked this up. You you created a toxic corporate culture for more than a decade. But you're but but that and that means you're the person that's going to turn it around. Fuck off. They all need to go. Well, I mean, you know, to your point, right? Like even if you had any uh, like. Oh, well, you know, two sides of the story. Maybe it's different. You know, you bring up uh, Jay Allen Brock, right? Or Brack. And it was that thing where when Blessing and I talked about this original reporting, right? It was his statement that he sent out to uh, Activision employees, right? That uh, Shire had and then uh, Forbes had, everybody had. But it was this email, right? That says basically the, the whole like, I'm right there with you. This stuff's horrible. I detest bro culture. And between us reading that report on Games Daily and then signing off on the show, I think it was at the very end, somebody had already linked us to the video you're talking about at the top of this, where the woman pops up and she's like, hey, in the, the uh, BlitzCon or uh, BlizzCon crowd, and she's like, hey, can you like not make it seem like they're coming out of lingerie catalogs? And Jay Allen's on the fucking panel. He's yeah. one of the people that like scoffs and laughs her off. Like, what catalog? He doesn't say that. What catalog do you want to like? Fuck off. Like, you know what I mean? Like this, it's the most what you're always talking about, mealy mouth corporate bullshit of here's the boilerplate response you send out to try to save face and be like, you know what? I'm horrified too. I'm right there in the trenches with you. Yada, yada. Not at all admitting your hand in making this corporate culture and letting it continue this way. The, the, the biggest problem is now, and I guarantee all of these statements that went out from the senior leadership at Blizzard, including people that aren't even there anymore, like, you know, Morheim and, and Metzen and these other people, I'm not so sure about the people that have already left because I think, you know, they've, they've got a different, you know, a, they're not concerned necessarily about like their job at the company anymore because that's all in the past. But for the people that are actually there, who have an, who, who, whose job it is to protect the company, the entity, uh, you know, all of this stuff goes through crisis PR management managers and they go through all these different revisions. And the problem is, and this is why I think they've got, the, got this so tone deaf and why every single statement from someone at Blizzard 
in senior management has been basically thrown back in their face by the employees and been roundly rejected is that we can see through it now. We, it's, it's, it's we who have had the scales lifted from our eyes. We see the bullshit now. We understand what this is about. This is about crisis management. This The question around the table at Blizzard and Activision right now is not how do we fix the culture. I promise you it's not. It's how do we be seen? How, how do we make it look like we have? How do we create mm-hmm. the optics? How do we create the image that we fix the culture? We don't actually want to fix the culture because this culture, as it turns out, has been making us a lot of money very profitable from their, from their point of view profitable. if it ain't broke don't fix it so all they need to do is make it look they'll do all the mea culpas they'll go oh, we we see, we see, we want to step back and listen and all the fucking bullshit that they say every time straight out of the i've been caught red-handed playbook seen it a million times we've seen it so often now in this era they're doing it again it doesn't wash anymore you need to fucking do something and, and when when a, when a problem is this bad the only thing you can do is get rid of the fucking people responsible if any of these people keep their job you know they're not taking it seriously we will uh continue to monitor the situation keep you updated wait with bated breath for more uh yeah obviously if you're just joining us like we were talking about uh blizzard employees are calling for a strike after the discrimination lawsuit this they should and i agree with shrier and i agree with anyone i'm a member of a union myself and thank god Thank God for the Writers Guild of America. They have done so much for me. They provide me with my health insurance. They make sure that I don't get ex- that I can't be exploited when I work for a company. When I write a script, I have to be paid a certain amount of money. I have to be uh, given a certain amount of of uh, of rights and privileges and things that I could never get those on my own. The only reason I got those is through the power of collective bargaining. Unions are really fucking important in this country because the big co- the, the, the big companies do not give a fuck about you. I've said it a million million times. They talk about oh it's all one big family here. No no no. They they do not give a fuck about you. And the only people that do are the workers themselves and that's why then but they they recognize that they have no individual power so they come together collectively and if one person walks out who cares? If, or if everybody walks out, that's a big problem. We just saw it yep. recently at Frito-Lay. We're seeing it now again at Activision. They do need to, they, I believe there is a desperate, and we've seen it through the stories of Activision Blizzard and Ubisoft and EA and many others, there is a desperate need for unionization and collective bargaining and power, giving power back to the fucking workers, which they don't currently have. We're seeing it now in the, in, in the, in the dreadful, inhumane ways they're being treated at these major companies. I believe that unionization is the solution and they should, they should fucking strike. They should all just walk out today. I think it's, 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 I don't know what else it's, I just feel so helpless, Greg. Like what is the fucking solution? Well, I think, you know, I mean, like, what we're, well, first off, talking about it, as we've said over and over again, and making it that way people can make informed decisions and go from it, right? It's also about then supporting people. And it's exactly what you're talking about, where we have, of course, seen, you know, we're talking about Jason's reporting over at Bloomberg, right? And I know that for years, Jason's been talking about unionization. And I know for years, people have laughed it off or whatever, or throw it back that he slanted that way. And that's what his reporting is. And that's what he's trying to find. Granted, he's written stories about that in books, you know, even about uh, this and the inhumane conditions and how hard it is to be a video game developer, even if you want to take a step back from inhumane right but what we're talking about here is exactly the fucking case for unionizing and as we talk about them doing this walkout this is a union in all but organization and and official name right because it is exactly what we're talking about where you read through this harrowing horrible heinous report this lawsuit from the state of california about what's going on there and the fucking horrible stories in there right and you see what we're talking about here where it is individuals being parsed off individuals being affected offended and then knowing they can't go to hr so what do you do with that nothing maybe you say well fucking leave the company then they leave the company the company doesn't change it continues to be a rotten thing it's an endless cycle of people coming in and being abused the exact same way right 
now the story's out there. Now you have 2,000 people again signing this open letter. When when Patrick Klepek originally wrote about it yesterday, it was 800 people. Now it's up to 2,000. I want to say, and I'm kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong on that, by the way. Uh, or not by the way. Kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong if you want. I want to say somebody quoted that at, at 2,000 signatures. That's roughly 20% of the company. But kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong me on that. Speaking of which, they said 2008 is when Activision bought Blizzard. But Back to this thing here. This is what you're talking about, right? The employees are demanding, and you have four different bullet points here spelled out. That is a union. That is collective bargaining. That is trying to make the company better the only way you know how, right? Which is working together. And it's exactly what you said, Gary. So you said it way better than me because you're much better at it. Of uh, you know, having it be, hey, this is what we're doing. We are working together to make this better. Give the power back to the workers. Give the power back to the people who are making your fucking video games, who are making your product, not Bobby Kotick, as we always talk about in this, getting this huge paycheck, getting these huge bonuses. You know, he, he gets what was, I, I'm not even going to throw the figures out there. But his, make me more his salary was reduced by millions or whatever, but guess what? He still has the opportunity to make all these bonuses that would make up for it or whatever. Like, fuck that. Trickle this down. Let these people be all right. Have these I mean, people and, be able to go and, work and, and be and, proud and happy with where they work. And, here, and here's the thing. These people aren't even that. Set, set, all, set all of the toxicity and the abuse aside for one moment. Like, we've, 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 we've talked about that, and that obviously is the biggest issue. But the thing is, these people, even if you set that aside, these people aren't even that good at their job. Blizzard is a fucking mess right now. Blizzard used to be one of the true blue-chip brands. It used to be like the Pixar of video. I used to call them all the time the Pixar of video games because they had such an incredible reputation for quality. Anything that Blizzard did back in the days when I when I, when I was the editor in chief of PC Gamer back in the late 90s, everything that Blizzard did, you were like, I'm in. Like I don't even need to see it. You just said Blizzard, I'm done. You had me at Blizzard. Where are we now in 2021? Oh, a new game from Blizzard? Well, let's wait and see. How the fuck does that happen? That is corporate mismanagement and negligence and incompetence on a fucking unforgivable scale to take one of the few, one of the few unimpeachable brands in gaming and turn it into like, I don't know, like, I, I don't know what the dollar value of that is, but that's inexcusable. Warcraft 3 Reforged, an absolute fucking shit show. Wow, what a Warcraft is a mess right now. Final Fantasy 14 is fucking eating its lunch. That used to be unassailable. Yeah, and now it. and now it's struggling. Like, I, I, I mean, how excited are you really for Overwatch 2 or the, or even the next, like, even Diablo 2 Resurrected that people are excited about. They're like, well, they fucked up Warcraft 3 Reforged. All of all of that, all of that, it's so valuable for, for a company to have that kind of reputation, right? And there's only a handful of companies left on the planet, like Insomniac, a naughty dog that have that current reputation. Well, you know it's going to be at least really good, right? Because those guys don't fuck up. Blizzard fucks up on the regular now. That didn't used to happen. And don't tell me that's a coincidence with Activision buying them, because it's fucking not. We all know what happened. They, 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 when, when Activision bought them, they moved teams around. They reshuffled all their priorities. It's all about money, money, money. And somewhere along the road, somewhere along the, the road, they lost they lost the classic kind of formulation that all good shit is built on. If you build something good, they will come. That's what got forgotten. Activision itself is a shit company. They, 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 they just call themselves Call of Duty Incorporated. That's all they do. Bobby Kotick is so fucking lucky. He's sitting on a fucking perpetual motion money-making machine that is Call of Duty. That's all they fucking do. What else does Activision do? Name three other Activision games right now. You can't fucking do it because it's all they do. I'm sick of it, Greg. I hear I'm you. fucking sick of all of it. I mean, we all knew, uh, for the record, and we can put a pin in this and move on or whatever. We all should have had, we knew it. 
we had Activision dead to rights when they had the Ghostbusters game and they let it go because they said it wouldn't be annualizable because it could have been annualizable. It could have had a Ghostbusters game every year. It could have been a different thing. Uh, Mizuki and you're wrong says Activision Blizzard has 9,500 employees as of last year. So 2,000 signatures would be over 20%. So there you go. Bam. Ready to go on that one. Uh, but yes, you said it. You nailed it. Good job, Gary. Gary. Yeah. I want you to cool down. All right. I want to take a mood give, me, give me something to turn my mood around, Greg. Well, he, I, what I, I'm going to give you. I got out of the bed on the wrong fucking side today, Greg. What I'm going to give you is a reminder, of course, that you can go to patreon.com slash kind of funny games on patreon.com slash kind of funny games. Of course, you can write in to be part of the show. You can get the show with the exclusive post show we do each and every weekday. And of course, you can get the show ad free. But guess what, Jack? You're not on patreon.com slash kind of funny games. So here's a word from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Away. Away is a modern lifestyle brand that creates thoughtful products for every traveler and every kind of trip. They started with the perfect suitcase crafted with features that make travel more seamless. And now when travel looks more different than ever before, you can count on Away's range of suitcases, bags, and accessories whenever you take that next trip. Here at Kind of Funny, we travel a lot. So every little thing that can make that experience better and easier, we're going to look for. And Away has done that tenfold. Every suitcase comes with an interior organization system that is super, super handy, and a TSA-approved combination lock can keep all of your belongings safe. There's a 100-day trial on everything Away makes, so if you don't like it, you can return it, no questions asked. Start your 100-day trial and shop the entire Away lineup of travel essentials, including their best-selling suitcases at awaytravel.com slash kfgd. That's awaytravel.com slash kfgd. Next up, shout out to Amazon Music. If you're looking for a ready lineup of binge-worthy podcasts, plus free streaming music, you have to check out Amazon Music. Amazon Music has more than 10 million free podcast episodes to listen to, including this show and all of Kind of Funny's other podcasts. You can go check out and review. It's fantastic stuff. No matter what you're listening to, you can even go hands-free with Alexa. You can get the app and enjoy free listening anywhere on all your favorite devices. There's no credit card or subscription required. Uh, Amazon Music isn't just for listening to podcasts. They have thousands of music stations and top playlists to stream for free. If you've never tried Amazon Music, what are you waiting for? You're going to love it as much as I do and as much as my bro, Cool Greg, does. Start listening for free today. Head over to Amazon.com slash KFGD. That's Amazon.com slash KFGD to stream thousands of music stations and over 10 million podcast episodes for free amazon.com slash kfgd and finally shout out to manly bands guys for the better part of their lives our better halves have been fantasizing about the perfect wedding ring for us not so much and jewelry stores clearly think the same thing uh manly bands is here to rescue you from an otherwise hellish band buying experience manly bands offers you and your hand the freedom to look how you want it to in just about every type of earthly material unmanageable and even from space yeah kevin is all about this stuff there's some really 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 cool ones uh one of my really good friends danny actually has one of these and it's beautiful i love the amount of color options there are i love the the amount of material options they are check them out really attractive uh wedding bands here to get started order the manly ring sizer for manly bands to ensure that your ring will fit perfectly during work and play while there might be a 50 percent chance that your marriage working out damn there's a hundred percent chance that you're gonna love your band it's dark but hey stats are stats to order your manly band and get 21 percent off plus a free silicone ring go to manlybands.com slash kfgd that's manlybands.com slash kfgd for 21 percent off manly bands the best damn rings period
Number two on the Roper Report, Nintendo isn't done updating Animal Crossing. After all, Nintendo put out two tweets. I'll read number one and then number two. Uh, A free update for Animal Crossing New Horizons arrives on July 29th. Please ensure you have updated the latest version to enjoy the upcoming weekly fireworks shows and new seasonal items. Then they followed up with this. In addition to these updates, more free content for Animal Crossing New Horizons is currently in development for later this year. More information will be shared in the future, so please stay tuned. Thank you for your support and patience. Gary, of course, you were the face of Animal Talking, right? The talk show that swept the world. Uh, everybody was, Last year, Animal Crossing was on the tip of everybody's tongues. Everybody's playing. Everybody's having a great time. But in 2021 here, a year removed from the release of 2020, right? There has been an ongoing conversation of where is the new content? What are the right. updates? Right. Where have you been in this conversation? Have you been one of the people going, well, where is it? Or have you just been like, all right, this is Animal Crossing? It's been interesting to look back on. You're right, because uh, exactly this time last year, we were right in the middle of this. Was a- this was Animal Crossing fever, right? The summer mm-hmm. of 2020. And yeah, we were doing animal talking. I actually went back and looked at some of the old animal talking clips the other day for the first time in a long time. I was like, man, we really did that. That was fucking nuts. Like we had like Sting and Selena Gomez and all mm-hmm. these people on the show. Just ridiculous. Um, but yeah, so that aside... I, I played the game a lot, like a lot, a lot. Like even before Animal Talking, I was doing like Animal Crossing mornings every day on Twitch and I was just playing yeah. the game like everyone else. And it really was, again, even, even if Animal Crossing disappeared tomorrow, it would still always be the game that helped get us through the pandemic, right? Like it really did provide, I think, a valuable public service to so many of us. And I've talked about that um, uh, at length in the past. In terms of the future of it, um, you know, typically, so I mean, it's hard to tell because it's only been about a year, but so far, Nintendo has done, I would say, like an okay job, not a great job, but an okay job of refreshing the game via these seasonal updates. You know there's always going to be something happening at Halloween. You know there's always going to be something happening at Christmas. You know there's always going to be something happening, God help us, at Easter with fucking Bunny Day, which we all hate, but like it rolls around every year. Um it's it's there's a larger question here of like how much nintendo can and do choose to support some of their games i don't want to change the subject too much but like a really weird one for me is mario kart right mario kart 8 hugely 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 popular still one of the biggest selling games and it's years old now right but it's still like people are always picking it up because mario kart right every household kind of has to have a copy of mario kart it seems like and we all love playing it the 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 DLC path for that has been almost non-existent. They added a 200 CC mode, and I think I, I think like maybe a couple of other little things, but like it's not like they're rolling out. New- that was already I would, from I would, the other game, right? I I would I would pay for DLC. Give me like a new track uh, 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 pack for 20 bucks for Mario Kart. I would fucking buy that shit. I feel like Nintendo's leaving money on the table right now with that. Um, Mario Golf, which I'm really you know as you know I'm very much enjoying right now. There's you a lot of talk here. Well, you know, I, I, that whole that whole narrative's over because Andy basically already threw in the towel and says he knows he can't beat Got me. It. So fair play to him. It, 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 take, it, it takes a lot of courage to, to, to admit that. Um, but like one of the reasons why I'm excited about Mario Golf is because they've been saying that Nintendo is going to really support it with new courses and stuff. I'm a little bit skeptical because they, they really they, support it. They said they, they would support it. They said there they would be updates. <laughs> that's the thing. They don't have the best. Tra- Mario Kart to me is the weirdest one. One of the one of the most one of the best selling, most successful games Mario, Nintendo's ever had. Um, it's a cornerstone of the Switch library, and there's almost no DLC for it. Like, why not support it? Sell, sell us, and we'll buy things. I'll buy some new tracks from you. Animal Crossing, I think, is is they have more of a mandate. Like, I don't think there'll ever be a paid update for Animal Crossing. It'll always be free stuff. 
We know Nintendo have the resources to do it. If they want to keep Animal Crossing in the public, 2020 will always be the year of Animal Crossing. And it'll never be that big again until like the next big full release comes out, you know, 10 years from now or whatever. But in terms of New Horizons, if they want, if they want to keep animal crossing in any way in the public consciousness and, and avoid kind of the dead game narrative and people talking about how oh, animal crossing was a game we used to play i think it's it's not difficult to do that you just need to step up the content updates they do these seasonal things halloween christmas fourth of july you know things like that thanksgiving but you know I, I you start to wonder if it's enough i don't play it day i loved it i loved it i was obsessed with animal crossing i don't play it on a day-to-day basis anymore i, I log in once every three months and my neighbors give me shit because you know i haven't yeah, where you been and, and, I, got, and I spend the whole time picking up picking up weeds and and trying to sort out the fact that the island's gone to pot because i've not been taking care of it i but but i guarantee you i'll be back this christmas because the seasonal updates always bring me back i always enjoy the seasonal events well, and so I, mean, I feel like there is a way to sustain player engagement if they just refreshed the game and did more updates this should be i mean nintendo has so much money and animal crossing has been so successful they could easily afford i think to have a dedicated team that does a, a very large team larger than they have now that does nothing that than the fucking spill out constant constant updates i don't know why they don't do it support your hit games more i mean the, i think the idea behind it is like it, 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 why don't they do it i just don't think they envision animal crossing that way it's not a games as a service to them it is this thing that launched with a lineup and like you say you'll come back for christmas and i'm not this isn't me throwing shade at you. It's kind of like Halloween. Like I was all in last year on Halloween, right? But when Halloween comes around this year and it's the same content again, it's the same decorations again. Am I really going to turn on Animal Crossing to go back for that? And you remember how, I mean, I don't need to bore you with stats, right? We all know what a juggernaut Animal Crossing was last year in terms of sales. We know that just last month, right? When we're talking about how it did in June for 2021, it was the 11th highest, or it was 11th game on NPD's uh, uh, top best-selling games, right? And the month before that, it was nine. Like Animal Crossing continues to fucking cruise and crush. Yeah, it's and it's, still- it's back to your point with Mario Kart 8. Mario Kart 8 is seven this last month and seven before that in terms of the top 10 mario kart 8 deluxe is the complete package where they didn't put dlc with it because it came with all the stuff from before like nintendo's looking at these things going like why work smarter not harder like these things yeah i mean they may be they they may be looking at and thinking like why do we need to like how much like it's already like in the in the upper echelons of success like how much more can we can we boost this thing? It's really just about supporting your players. Animal Crossing sure. is a weird one because there'll always be a hardcore of Animal Crossing players that don't really need much in the way of updates. They're just happy to toodle around on their island every day. It's just a place that they go to relax. And it's not always about like what's the next challenge. I remember there was there was an interesting argument shortly after Animal Crossing uh, came out, and a bunch of the tryhards and the sweaty players out there were like, "Well, I've done, I've beat the game. I've done everything there is to do in the game. Now what?" Like, first of all, it's not a game that you beat. It's a place that you go to hang out. This isn't this isn't a, type of, a, a typical video game in that in that vein and if you understand animal crossing you understand that um but i do, but i think there is an argument at this point that for players who are in it for the long haul there just needs to be a little bit more for them to do in the real world things happen you know the world changes the world evolves animal crossing i think needs to reflect that it will be interesting to see you made an interesting point greg if when we get to um halloween because again the game's not been around long enough for us to really see this for sure yet but like will it just be the same shit on the same yeah. items and the same events for halloween will it be the same you know storyline and the same events for christmas and thanksgiving or will they come up with something new like, if they just if they just rerun halloween 2020 that's re- that'll be really disappointing i don't think they will i think that that seems lazy even for nintendo i don't think they'll do that 
We will wait and see, ladies and gentlemen. Like we said in this report, there is more content coming for free this year as they work on development. So stay tuned for that. Number three on the Roper Report, it looks like Dragon Age might be getting a series on Netflix. We go to Doug Norrie at Giant Freaking Robot, who reports with so many video games being adapted to television series and movies. When it is all said and done, it stands to reason that every game will get its own live action production. Not true. But some are better options than others, and that is what we have with the latest news. Giant Freaking Rob- Robot Giant Freaking Robot has the exclusive from a trusted and proven source that Dragon Age is getting a series on Netflix, and the show is in action development right now uh this has the chance to be a massive world building affair there are a few details around what a netflix dragon age series would look like but based on the original game there are a number of ways this could go and you go on to it that's the news though or the news it's a rumor take it with a grain of salt but i want it on your radar everybody that giant freaking robot is saying that there would be a dragon age series uh do you believe it gary you think that's something that's possible I mean, it's not it's not beyond the um, the realms of possibility. Makes sense for Netflix. You know, who's had a big hit with The Witcher right Witcher, now. Man. It's kind of yeah. doubled down and Shadow and Bone is blowing up on Netflix as well right now. Um, you know, it makes sense for them to kind of lean more into the fantasy side. You know me, I would much I'd be I'd be more excited about a Mass Effect TV show. I think that oh, would be much God. more expensive awesome. and probably more of a risk. I understand why they are probably looking at Dragon Age as a as a as a as a safer bet given you know, they've demonstrated on Netflix that there is an audience for, you know, sword and sorcery type stuff with uh, the shows they have there right now. So, yeah, it makes, I don't know if it's true or not, but, you know, were it, were it to be true, it make, makes both. Well, this is one of those things where we're lucky to have you, of course, uh, Gary Wood, a screenwriter, movie writer, TV writer extraordinaire, in active development right now. That means that basically they're talking to someone, right? Like active development means a bunch of different things. That doesn't mean obviously they're not shooting clearly, but like, Active development could just mean there's conversations, right? I mean, it, pro- it probably means that there's a deal at Netflix that there is that they've actually got to made, made you know made a yeah. deal to do something, and they're in the process of hiring writers or showrunners, or maybe they're past that and they're writing scripts, or they're you know having development meetings about what you know the show is going to be or whatever. If they if they sold the show to Netflix, some of that development would already have been done. In very few cases, do you go to Netflix and just say, hey, do you want to make a Dragon Age show? And they go, sure, that sounds good. Like they're, they're going to say, well, explain to us what that what that would look like. Like what, what's the show actually going to be? And you have to put together like a whole pitch deck or a proposal. Maybe you write an outline. Maybe you write a series Bible. Maybe you write a pilot script. But you, ha- you, can't, just, you can't just roll up and say, Dragon Age, the TV series, yes or no, even if it's a really, really massive property and someone like netflix is not going to step up and, and do a deal with you that, and, yeah. until you show them a little bit like, like about what the show is actually going to be like okay uh number four on the roper report and final remember that was just a rumor too number four and final on the roper report pax has changed its mind and is going to be requiring a vaccination record or a negative test uh, an email was sent out to people uh, i'm getting from jason over on twitter jason schreier bloomberg's jason schreier over on twitter who uh, screenshotted the email and has it here the paragraphs in question read Throughout the year, the PAX team has been actively working to support a safe environment for our PAX West visitors. We are pleased to announce that, in line with the recommendations of state and local public health authorities, we will be implementing a vaccination or negative COVID-19 test requirement for everyone at PAX West. We appreciate your patience as we worked with our venue and the authorities to create our comprehensive plan. 
Prior to entry, we will now require proof of a completed COVID-19 vaccination series or a negative COVID-19 PCR or antigen test, each to be verified with a valid valid government-issued ID. If you have purchased badges and have questions or concerns about this requirement, please reach out to PAX questions at, and then there's an email for that or whatever. Good news, right, Gary? Yeah, it's very good news. And again, this is another one where we kind of see just how far we've come in a uh, year. I remember, what was it, like last, no, two PAXs ago. Was it, no, last PAX was the last one where we were like, um, is this, you know, is, it, it should we even have gone or is it is it good? And then, you know, the pandemic really kind of yeah, like- Yeah, PAX yeah. East was the one right before everything closed up shop. Yeah, yeah, that was the one. And then, and so I'm I'm glad they're doing this. I think it's I think it's a necessary step. I'm actually booked to go to a couple of conventions. Uh, I'm supposed to go to I'm supposed to go to the Adam Savage Silicon uh, next oh, month, yeah, and, I'm booked, yeah. and I'm booked to a booked to go to a convention in Jacksonville, Florida, Florida, in um, in March wow, next year. Right now, both of those. I mean, I'm I'm te- I, I said look, I, I said to both of the convention organizers, put me on the list. Feel free to promote my appearance, but I reserve the right to pull out any fucking moment if the COVID situation is not not great. Uh, cause I got a family to think about my kids, nine year old, she can't be, she can't be vaccinated. So I, it's what, like, what, if, if I get it, I'll probably be okay because I'm vaccinated, but I can't, I can't risk giving it to my kid who fucking isn't. So this is really about, again, just simply about thinking of people other than yourselves. So what's interesting is I was talking to someone in the games industry. I got like, go to the details, but I was talking to someone about this the other day. Who's very, not very knowledgeable about this stuff. The Biden administration is really, really reaching out right now to places like Twitch and the games companies and the big gaming media outlets. Um, to try to get them on board to help the message to young people in particular that they need to get vaccinated. We've all heard about like the political dividing line, right? Like the, all, of, all of the unvaccinated cases right now are coming out of Florida and Texas and the MAGA states. Where, red states, yeah, yeah. Yeah, all of the red states, all the fucking the people that, that believed all the Trump bullshit as opposed to actual science. Like they're fucking up for the rest of us right now. And we're all starting to get really, really annoyed at them. And I get that. But it isn't just the MAGA hats. It's actually, if you look at the 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 numbers, it actually breaks down. It's mostly young people, regardless of political affiliation, who are not getting vaccinated at this point. Either because mm-hmm. I don't know if they think mm-hmm. they think they're invincible or well, I don't yeah, know what it is, but like let me just say this. I don't know how many people are watching right now, but if you ever listen to me, I see people in the chat sometimes I go, oh, Gary spitting truth, Gary preaching it or whatever. If you've ever listened to me about anything, please listen to me about this. If you're not vaccinated yet, please, for the love of God, go get fucking vaccinated. It takes two minutes. It's totally safe. We can all go back to having a normal fucking life again. My kid can go back to school. You won't have to worry about killing your fucking grandma. Please just go, please, for the love of God, please go get vaccinated. Please. I'm so tired of it please go get vaccinated if i can add to that gary of course many of you know uh me alana and khalif do a mental health show called presence of mind every other thursday uh with our friends over at cloud nine and kaiser permanente i just opened up the document and copied over some of the verbiage we use there and i'll read from it now about the u30 covid19 vaccine initiative more than 160 million people in the u.s have received at least their first dose of the covid19 vaccine the available the available vaccines are safe effective and life-saving If you're age 12 or older and haven't yet been vaccinated, you can text your zip code to 438829 to find a free vaccine near you. In many locations, no appointment is needed, and you can even get a free ride there and back with Lyft or Uber. Check it out and get vaccinated as soon as possible. Let's put this pandemic behind us. Ladies and gentlemen, we get kind of funny. Can't say it enough. Go get vaccinated. If you were on the fence about this, go do it. It's super simple. It's free, as we're saying right here, and it's painless. It's one little shot in your arm. I know a lot of people don't like needles. I know a lot of things are going on. 
go get the vaccine. Go get your vaccination right now. Go do it. Gary wants to be able to take his kid to school without a mask. Well, I just want my kid to go back to school, and I'm, I, I really am starting to get actually. Did you? I only saw the governor of Alabama the other day, like finally losing her shit and saying we should start blaming the unvaccinated people because they are fucking this up for the rest of us. Can you imagine what it's like being in another country right now where the vaccines are not readily available? It's where everyone they're desperate for a vaccine. They would pay a hundred dollars. They would pay more for a vaccine. They desperately want to get their families vaccinated, and they're reading stories every day about Americans going, oh, "I don't know. I could just walk down to the corner and get vaccinated, but I don't know if I want to." Fuck, just please get vaccinated. I want I want my life. I want my daughter to have her life back. I want her to go to school. She doesn't always want to wear a mask. She's tired of being stuck at home like this. Please go get vaccinated. I just want my life back. My God. Speaking of ah. please get vaccinated, nanobiologist in your wrong has linked me to a breaking news tweet. We are going over to twitter.com where Ben Tracy from CBS News reports breaking. CBS News confirms the CDC will announce this afternoon that fully vaccinated Americans should return to wearing masks indoor public settings due to the spread of the Delta variant. Hashtag UG. Wear your masks, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, we, Get your vaccines. We we do it anyway, because again, if you've got kids who can't be vaccinated yet, again, it's like just because I'm vaccinated doesn't mean I can't get it. It just means I'm probably not going to suffer a severe, you know, version of it. That's the thing. It's like is is the the, the transmissibility like the, the, you look at Delta and Gamma is even fucking worse. Super, super, super transmissible. I can get it. I'll, you know, because I'm vaccinated, I'll probably at worst have like a bad cold, but then I have to fucking isolate because I can't be around my kid for two weeks because she can't risk getting it. So again, it's, it's the, the, the simplest thing in the world. You know, 70 years ago, we asked people to fucking wade into freezing water on the beaches of Normandy off of Higgins boats and get mown, bound, mown down by fucking Nazi machine gun fire. 19 year old kids in their fucking tens of thousands signed up to do that shit. Now, the, now, we're not asking you to, to, to fucking storm a Nazi beach. Just asking you to not be an asshole. Just think about other people. Go get, a, go get a, a painless needle in your arm. It takes 15 minutes and you're done. And we can all fucking get on with our lives. The bar is so low. Just don't be a dick. That's all we're asking. Please go get vaccinated. And on that note, I'm excited for everyone to be vaccinated, Gary. I'm excited for everyone to turn the corner right now, go get vaccinated, so that in October I can be there for the birth of my child and not be waiting in a car outside the hospital. But the birth of my child and everyone getting vaccinated is so far away. If I wanted something more immediate, say what came to the mom and grop shops, where would I go, Gary? Well, let me just say the birth of your child is not as far away as you think. That shit's going to roll up on you fast. <laughs> it's coming um, quick. The, wait, uh, the, I fucked up my, my, my intro there. Let's try again. The official list of upcoming software on each and every platform as listed by the kind of funny Games Daily show hosts each and every weekday. Yeah! Out today! Blightbound on PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Corpse Killer 25th Anniversary Edition on Switch. Nightbook on PS4, Xbox One, Switch, PC, and Mac. Uh, Darius Burst, another Chronicle EX Plus on PS4 and Switch. Uh, Splitgate, Arena Warfare. I thought that got delayed. I'm not going to read it. Uh, Samurai Warriors 5, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Tribes of Midgard on PS5, PS4, PC. Clone Drone in the Danger Zone, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Neo, The World Ends With You, uh, PS4, Switch. The Great Ace Attorney Chronicles, PS4, Switch, and PC. Microsoft Flight Simulator, Xbox Series X. That's and the big S. one. I was playing it last week. It's real good. Uh, Yonder, The Cloud Catcher Chronicles, PS5. High Fleet, PS5. Idle Manager, P oh, I'm sorry, High Fleet, PC. Idle Manager, PC. 
which I started playing last night, and I'm going to talk about the newscast today. Another action-packed mission from the Jewels of the West Opportunities arrives this week as part of Red Dead Online Blood Money with the Ember of the East. Uh, Control Ultimate Edition is now available on Google Stadia. And then Dreams.com is going on right now. Uh, they announced one new game for Media Molecule already called Trend. It'll obviously be in Dreams. It's about little trains. Uh, new dates for you. A Total War Saga, Troy, Mythos uh, expansion comes September 2nd. GameSpot reports, a new Pokemon is coming to Pokemon Unite this week. Uh, the Pokemon company has announced the psychic type, Gradivore, Gardevoir, Gardevoir, uh, is joining the free-to-play Pokemon MOBA tomorrow, July 28th. GameSpot again pops up to say, Okami is coming to Monster Hunter Rise starting on July 30th. This DLC collaboration lets players receive the Palamute uh, layered armor set uh, Amy costume, or Amy costume, uh, which is themed after the amateur Susus in Okami. Uh, it is earned by clearing a special event quest. Gary, did you laugh at me when I was trying to get this Pokemon name? Yeah, it's funny because, you know, you're either, you're either, I wasn't mocking you anyway, I just thought it was amusing. You're either into Pokemon or you're not, right? And one of the ways to figure out that you're not is you can't, you don't know how to pronounce these fucking names. Not a chance. You know what I mean? Deals of the day for you. I got some from Stadia. They wrote this August, five new games will be added to the growing library of 20 plus Stadia Pro games. It came from space and ate our brains. Epistory, Typing Chronicles, Killer Queen Black, Valkyria Chronicles 4, and Grime launching on August 2nd. Uh, readers should claim Hotline Miami 2 right now. Wrong number if they haven't already. It leaves Stadia Pro on July 31st. And then Stadia Pro subscribers can play Marvel's Avengers and the Olympic Games Tokyo 2020 for free uh, July 29th through August 2nd. Gary, we ask people to go to patreon.com slash games to be part of the show with their questions, comments, concerns, and more. But of course, they can also get into Squad Up where they give me their name, username, platform of choice, and why they need help in a video game. I read it here. The best friends come and find you and everybody plays games together. Uh, today, Gabrielle needs help on PS4 slash PS5 and PC. The I'm going to read the, I'll come back to the name. Uh, hey, kind of funny, best friends, longtime listener, first time writing in. With Lunar Con coming to the Crystal Data Center of Final Fantasy XIV this weekend, I want to put the invitation out there to any best friends that may be visiting Brynhildr uh, for the event to come and visit my free company house and hang out and possibly meet up with other kind of funny best friends between events. And if main events fill up and you can't access the ward, I will be around most of the weekend. And the house is always open to visitors who want to hang out and have a quieter place to chat. You can find the Order of Operations FC House in the Goblet Ward 11, Plot 41. The username she put on was Adion Sarius. I don't know if you need that, but Godspeed to you in Final Fantasy finding each other. Go have some fun out there, all right? Thank you, Gabriel. Gabriella? No, Gabriel. Uh, you're wrong, ladies and gentlemen, is what we ask the people watching live on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames. So go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up. For the folks watching later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames, like, subscribe, share, uh, roosterteeth.com, or podcast services around the world. Uh, nanobiologist writes in and says, to clarify, the 2,000 plus signatures on the Blizzard letter include past employees as well. So while still an impressive number, it's not all current uh, people. Great. Thank you very much, Nano. Nano follows up too and says, uh, Splitgate. Yeah, Splitgate comes out August 27th. So it did get delayed. I remember seeing an email about it yesterday, but didn't have it there. And then Ignacio Rojas says, Gardevoir is how I say this. Gardevoir. Thank you. Ignacio. Gardevoir. Okay. Gardevoir. Sometimes it's not, sometimes the Pokemon pronunciations are not the way you think they're going to be. Of they course can, not. It, can't, it can't trip you up. 
Those are just made up words. Uh, Nana also says uh, the Forgotten City is out today on Steam, Xbox, PlayStation, Switch. We talked about it yesterday on PS. I love you, but it did not make the list today. So good job, Nano. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that's the end of the regular show. We have a post show to do over on patreon.com slash kind of funny games. Of course, you can go over there to like, subscribe, share, be part of it, support us, get your questions read, get your names read, uh, get the Gamescast recording live today, right into the Gamescast, get exclusive shows, all that and more on patreon.com slash kind of funny games. But if you're stopping here, Twitch is up next. It's going to be the one, the only Nick Scarpino, Sad Boy Bear, and Snow White Mike. I don't know. I'm looking over there. I don't have actually pulled what they're doing today. They're doing something fun on uh, after Metal this. Gear. You can catch it later on youtube.com slash kind of funny plays. Of course, you can follow us to Patreon patreon.com slash kind of funny games to get the post show there tomorrow your host is going to be blessing and tim thursday me and tim friday me and blessing but for now if you're not going to see us over on patreon until next time it's been our pleasure to serve you get vaccinated get vaccinated